Okay, fucking finally. So, welcome to the Culture Shock. I am Seth McKendry, and I am here with someone I've known for... I've, we're going to get into that. Uh, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm uh, yeah, I'm Sean. Uh, I've known Seth a long time, since he was a little kid in diapers. Uh, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> long time. Yeah. Fuck, dude, last time I saw you, you fucking... You laid down on the concrete. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, with Malachi. Yeah, and uh, you know Malachi is actually going to college right now too. Nice. I didn't know that. He's going for uh, like he's learning how to screenwrite because he's trying to get into the writer's field. Awesome! Wow. So, uh, yeah, me, I just want to learn how to write some fucked up horror films. So. I think that's a good thing to do. You know, handle decapitation, the whole whole deal. <laughs> if you could make something scary that's also believable and also tells a good story, you know, I think you should yeah. go for it. Yeah, totally. And what I don't want to do is I hate horror movies that are like, like, I know this is completely off topic, but I like, I hate horror films that are just like, you turn around, jump scare. You turn around, jump scare. Yeah. Every 15 seconds, you know what I mean? There's no, like, room to breathe and room to build up suspense. Yeah, it's just like a, it's a cheap shock. Like, yeah, it'll work and it'll scare you, but, you know, you can only do it so many times before it just gets... It just, yeah, it gets old and loses its value. Every, you know, you know every, I mean? every horror movie, you could probably have one or two of them, or maybe three, you know, but... And, like, the perfect... The perfect uh, way to make a horror film is... Have you seen The Shining? No. I'm really bad with watching movies. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of movies I have not seen. Oh, my God. The Shining with Jack Nicholson? Yeah, no, I, I, I know. Johnny, it. You know, the Stanley Kubrick movie? Mm -hmm. it's, it's just a masterpiece of cinema. That's <laughs> what that is. So let's go to the questions. Uh, is not many because uh, I just figured, you know, we'll just rip off each other. But uh, how did we meet? How did we meet? Yeah, because I don't remember that shit. <laughs> um, well, well, your mom was still teaching. Um, she was, mom was teaching, I think, kindergarten, maybe, or older. I'm not sure. But you know, that's how me, me and Malachi, your older brother, we became friends. Mm -hmm. school. And, you know, we stayed friends for a long time. And then as we got older, you know, you, you showed up, you know, you were born. Um, I was still, we were both still really young, but it was always just seeing you at the house. You know, I'd come over for, you know, stay the night, play video games, whatever, you know, Malachi's always giving you shit, you know, beating <laughs> you up in front of Eli and everything, you know. Same that show is dominant. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I just you're always just uh there. You're a funny, you're a funny kid. Uh, you know, whole family is fun to be around. I was just a little shithead on the wall going. <laughs> yeah, but I mean so, so is Malachi, so it, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> I, I mean, from what I remember, I was always tailing you and Malachi. Like I, I would always be just be like, hey guys, where are you going? <laughs> you know you wanted to be with the older kids that makes sense and then uh that goes on i i guess that uh kind of 
goes on to the next question is how long have we known each other, dude? Fuck. Since I was what like two, three years old? Because me and Malachi are seven years apart. Right. Seven. Um, a week and seven years, which is fucking crazy. A week and seven years. Yeah. No, I don't know. He's twenty. I'm eighteen. He was born in '98. I was born in '03. So. Is six years? Yeah. Yeah. Because '98 and '03. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know the exact number because, like, I don't know, like, what year, I don't remember what year, like, we met or went to school together. It's a long time ago, but probably, like, if you had to give an estimate, probably like 15 years. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, because I'm 23 now. So, wow, dude. I just turned 18. So, in January, I turned 18. So, yeah, probably at least 15, 14. Fuck, oh, dude. <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah, you've got you've got a lot bigger, you know, a lot. You, you look like an adult now, which is weird. It, yeah, I know, right? It feels, <laughs> it feels weird seeing you with facial hair fucking, you know, playing basketball. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> All right. So uh, there was... I think it was after, like, my mom died. Everyone just, like, scattered. You know what I mean? Out that way, yeah. And then everything was just silent for a certain amount of time. And what I've noticed is, like, through Instagram, I've reconnected with a lot of people. Like, yeah. I reconnected with uh, a family friend of ours named Roger, who was on the podcast before. And you, that's how we reconnected, right? Or was it through, like, something else? I mean... You know, I went over to uh, 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 Mimi's house, and then you, you know, see you and you and Malachi there. Mm. I I, uh, but I remember, uh, like, we were, we I somehow stumbled upon your Instagram, and then I was just like, "Oh, what's up, man?" I was like, "What's up, dude? How you doing?" Yeah, because I know I follow uh, I follow Eli and Caleb on Instagram too. And because that was when I sent you uh, Eli's stuff, remember? Yeah, 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 I do remember. Yeah, and I was like, you were like, oh, uh, some of your shit, will you? <laughs> so I did, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, you know. Yeah, it's good music. It, well, yeah, it's getting big, yeah. I don't want to throw shade. No, 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 no shade, no shade, you know. You just, then again, you can always get better at what you're doing, you know what I mean? Yeah, you always got to start somewhere, you know. Yeah. But when it, when it starts out already kind of good, you know, you can only go up from there. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So uh, you talked about how uh, you would always play video games with Malachi. Mm -hmm. And the one, th the one video game I remember specifically is Left 4 Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was you and him, and you guys were, like, sitting in, like, a bedroom or some shit. You guys were sitting somewhere. And I was, like, sitting behind you guys just sitting there watching. And... You guys got to a part where I think you faced the witch or something like that. My memory is yeah. real fuzzy of that, but you all faced the witch or something. And then I heard, I heard the scream, and I was like, "Oh shit, here we go!" <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you know, 
up to that point, you're just killing a bunch of like zombies, you know, normal zombies, maybe a fat boomer or whatever. But then you see the witch, which is like the scariest one. She's like sitting there crying, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you got to go up and like startle her and she freaks out. And then you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> that, that shit always killed us. God. <laughs> like kill us right there. At that uh, It was in the mall level, too. But that witch just sucked. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> I remember you guys used to always play. Uh, did you guys play Dead Rising too, or was it just like Left 4 Dead? It was Left 4 Dead and uh, uh, Call of Duty: World at War Zombies. Fuck! This was a long time ago. That yeah. really dates it. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, before before school, um, Malachi would come over to my place in the morning. We'd play we'd play zombies in the morning. And then we'd walk to school together, you know. And you, sometimes you were late because we were doing so good, and you know, you got to go through all you, the. You can't, you can't, you know, end a run like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. But so sometimes we were late for class. <laughs> you got to finish it out. So, uh, next question is: Let's just fucking talk about music, man. Yeah, I like. Music. Last time I talked to you. Uh, and I also don't want to be that guy that interrupts his guest being like, oh, 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 wait a second, okay, you know, talking over him and shit, because I'll feel like a douche, but, <laughs> but uh, last time I remember uh, you came down, uh, we, like, you were doing, you were, like, playing events, like, on the trumpet or something like that, right? You were yeah. playing some brass instrument. Yeah, no, I played trumpet and, uh, you know, I've played it for like 11, 12 years. I mean, it's what I, you know, I did three years of college for playing trumpet, just trying to get better and everything. But, you know, after a while in school, you just kind of, what's the word? You get burnt out. You get mm -hmm. really burnt out of it. Um, so I've just kind of been taking a break, doing, just working, doing my own thing on my own. I don't know. You know. Mm -hmm. Got a little, I got a keyboard here right next to me and you know sometimes i try to make music on a, on logic on my macbook here you know tracks mm. and beats and shit like that yeah and uh i've noticed what i've since i used to do the whole like video game thing on youtube and then you get you have to be real careful with it because of copyright strikes and everyone thinks that they own everything you know what i mean uh, even you gotta use music that's a public domain or you got to use your own music yeah and me i'm not that experienced of an editor i'm working on that so uh and it's kind of hard to um like edit live streams you know what i mean as they're happening yeah you got to edit them cut them down make them a better video maybe if you're gonna upload it to youtube but yeah, I think if, you know, leaving the whole VOD on Twitch, like the whole stream, whatever, that's usually a good move because if people want to see it, you know, they can find the whole thing there on Twitch. And I, you know, I do that a lot. So, mm -hmm. I and I like, I totally revamped my Twitch to where it like, if there's a follower, something pops up and like oh, there's, uh, there's emotes and like donation buttons and a bunch of other shit. I, I spent like six hours just trying to do a bunch of stuff. All that together. Yeah yeah so let's talk about basketball dude yeah i've seen that uh i've seen on your instagram that you, you be balling up man 
Yeah, I try to play. For a lack of a better word. I try to play a few times a week when I can, you know. I just play with my friends. I've only been really playing seriously for like a year, but you know, I've improved so much already. I'm still I'm still trash and not like great. <laughs> but I know I've improved from where I started. And really when I started, the goal was just to lose weight and I've already lost mm-hmm. a bunch of weight. And so that's great, like cardio reasons and to get your cardio yeah. and like just yeah, be able to, you know, live comfortably. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was 230 pounds, which, you know, I was felt fat to me. You know, I was like, I don't know. I, just, Hell, I feel fat now and I'm like 175. No, you're fine. You're fine. Then again, you know, I'm a former amateur wrestler. You know, yeah, you, 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 you get down. You're not going to be like slim or thin as a wrestler. You're not going to do very well, you know. You got to yeah. be a little bulky, a little strong. But then weight cuts are a thing, so it kind of fucks everything over. <laughs> Go into a match all dehydrated or some shit. That's not, oh, I have stories about that. I got yeah. horror stories. <laughs> yeah. like cutting God, cutting weight is so bad for you. It it sucks so bad. Okay, continue with your ba- ba- basketball thing and or basketball stories, and then I'll like switch over to wrestling. No, I mean I just you know I go out to the park and play with friends and for I mean the past uh the past couple months I mean I've just been kind of beating all my friends which is cool but like I you know I want to play with people I want to play with people who I can actually play against and you know have like oh fuck here we go yeah but I'm like I'm like six inches taller than my than my other friend so like you know I I can just kind of bully him and I usually win if we're going (laughs) and 20 you know we play 21 with uh, you know three people but i'm also the tallest so i just get all the rebounds and then they get mad because i get the rebounds and score (laughs) but uh but yeah it's fun to go to the park get like you know you random people and so you're now you're playing five on five playing a game of pickup yeah yeah that's that's the most fun even though you know sometimes i'm trash which is fine it's just fun to play it's like you're not playing for like fucking fifty thousand dollars, you know what I mean? I mean, I will. You're just like, well, no, don't be all. But like, you know what I mean? It's just a fun game of pickup. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly, exactly. And um, so, like a month ago, or maybe a month and a half ago, I I rolled my ankle pretty bad. You know, like I was I was running down the stairs too fast, and like my ankle, <laughs> my ankle just turned on itself, and I rolled my ankle running down the stairs and it hurt like a motherfucker and i was like yelling god it's terrible and then so it's all swollen like the size of a softball and um you know i gotta go to the doctor and get a brace on and everything so i'm on crutches for like a week maybe two weeks and then uh, you know i start feeling better and i have this little brace that i put on my ankle so i go play basketball but uh i went to go play probably sooner than I should have. And I didn't wear my ankle brace. So I rolled my ankle again uh, after the first time. And that, so that was like three, three weeks ago, maybe. And so now I'm still wearing the ankle brace and I'm just trying to play as much as I can, but I got to be careful not to roll it a third time, you know? Because if you roll it a third time, you're fucked. <laughs> I, I guess I don't even deserve to have an ankle at this point. Just take it away from me. <laughs> You just be hopping around on one leg. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll make this work. <laughs> yeah, I just got to be careful. All right. So, um, since we were talking about wrestling and weight cutting, I have some really fucked up stories about that. Yeah, tell me. So, um, if we move back 
Dude, sophomore year of high school? Jesus Christ. That was a long time ago. Okay, so um, I was wrestling at 160 that year, right? And the coach was like, you got to go down to 140. I was like, that's 20 pounds. He was like, I don't give a fuck. You need to go down. We need someone. <laughs> so I went down to like one – the most I can go down to was like one fucking one fifty, maybe. I dropped yep, like ten yep. pounds. And it like it was to the point where you could see my ribs and shit. And I was like, <laughs> like I was like the uh, Arthur Fleck and the Joker. You know what I mean? When you see yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see his spine, yeah. I was like that. And he was like, he was like, oh, what you what you weigh? I was like, 150. He was like, fuck, we'll make it work. <laughs> God, dude. Sounds like a, a hard coach, hard coach. Well, he was, you know, he was good. He was good enough, he, you know. <laughs> and uh, I was, like, severely dehydrated. I was, I was like, falling off the scale and shit. And he was, like, and I had nothing to eat at all because up to a tournament, you have to, like, not eat for, like, two days in order yeah. to make weight for the weigh-ins. That's insane. So I was like a point one underweight, right? Luckily, the coach had a granola bar in his pocket. He was like, eat this, go back on the scale. So I ate it, went back on the scale, made weight on the dot, and then wrestled throughout the tournament, completely fucking dehydrated, looking real. Like, you know, all fucked up. And uh, I don't remember if I won or lost. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember. Yeah, I mean, didn't you win a – didn't you win – because I think last time we talked, you had won uh, some wrestling tournament. Yeah, that, that was freshman year. That was when I got a concussion. Oh. <laughs> How many concussions have you had now? I think that was the only one. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I got lucky. <laughs> I know. I feel like, I feel like I've, seen, uh, I've seen Malachi get one or two. I've know. seen Malachi get a concussion. He was home, and he was sitting on the couch, and everybody was just looking around him like, is he okay? Is he dead yet? You know, like I was like, bro. I think I think there was one time, I think there was one time we were at your your guys' place and he like fell and hit his head, or maybe it was, either you or him fell and hit your head on like the brick, like the uh the fireplace, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't know, I have a lot of vague memories. <laughs> There's one I remember uh I remember me and Malachi were like playing uh uh smackdown versus raw or whatever on playstation 2 mm, and uh, i got all those games over here dude <laughs> that you do um and then eli comes in i don't remember what he did but like he grabbed a pillow or maybe it was just his hand and, like he reached up and he punched or like he knocked the light out of the of the ceiling fan you know he, one of the light bulbs he just completely broke it and it was it was it was hilarious me and malachi were laughing but he was like oh shit you know he was like freaking out He's like, how am I going to explain this to mom? <laughs> yeah, because it's just a busted light on the ceiling fan now. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> here's what, speaking of Malachi and Eli and all them, here's what happens whenever one of them moves it. Because we all used to live in the house I'm living in right now, right? Yeah. But all of them have moved out, right? And here's what happens when all of them move out. They give all their shit to me. Right, yeah. No, so I'm, yeah. like... And when Malachi left, it really fucked me up, dude, because he was the only person I talked to in the house. Yeah. 
and uh, how I knew he left was I I was walking home. I went home from school. I opened my door, and all his shit was just on the floor. So, like I tripped over, I tripped over the Xbox. It was like sitting on the ground right here. Right, I tripped yeah. over the Xbox, and you know that uh, CD player that they had. Mm, I had it sitting up here. And it, it's like a six-thing CD player that Caleb got for Christmas one year. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I face-planted onto the fucking CD player. And this shit hurt. I was like, ow. It sounds like it would hurt. God. Like, don't I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. And then, um, like, that next day, it fucked me up, dude. Because normally, I would go downstairs and, like, take a shower in the downstairs, like, bathroom. And yeah. then, like, I'd talk to him in the morning and be like, oh, yeah, morning, man. I'll give you, like, 30 minutes. Go do your business. And then I went downstairs, and then I looked in his room that was empty, and I was like, oh. And then I just fucking took a shower. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Where's he at? Where's he at now? Uh, he's, li- he's working on uh, getting his own place, but he's uh, living with Mimi and Papa at the moment. Gotcha. You know, he's saving up. He's working on this shit. You know what I mean? Where are you living? Are you living with your dad or? Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to ride this out as far as long as I can. <laughs> yeah. Since, you know, I mean, I'm 18 now. They could legally kick me out, but I'm pretty sure my dad's going to put up a fight. So since, you know, I'm his I'm his last boy in the house. Right. And yeah. I'm the only one he actually talks to. So I'm pretty sure he's going to put up a fight if they kick me out. So I'm going to ride this out for as long as I can. <laughs> no, that's smart, you know. Save money if you can. You uh, you, uh, you have a job? No, I uh, ever, I'm working on uh, – what I'm doing right now is I'm just taking the summer off to just chill since I graduated. I'm, yeah. I'm going to chill for the summer, and then uh, I'm going to go to school in the fall, and I'm just going to do that full time. Good. Yeah. I think it's and, a good plan. You know, and that means I can get paid still for being in school because, of, like, mom, the whole social security thing. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. So I, I get the money from that, and that money goes straight into savings. And I'm working on getting my driver's license right now. Good. So yeah. I can, like, uh, get a car and all that stuff. And actually, I'm going to Knott's Berry Farm on Monday with a couple of my friends. Yeah. And they, uh... this is being recorded on a Saturday. But, you know, you know what I mean? I was just saying that for the, for the podcast audience. But, yeah. I'm very, very much Jew with my money. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good way to save. <laughs> you ever you ever go to Not Scary Farm? Dude, I haven't been to a fucking amusement park in like 15 years. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but you've never home. been? But you never been to, like the, the Halloween scary one at Knott's Berry Farm where it's all like the all the people in costumes and they try to scare you and there's no, all I've never been there. The last fucking the last uh amusement park I went to was I think it was SeaWorld and I was like two years old. Hmm. That was back then when we can afford it. But nowadays, you know what I mean? Uh we got better things to do. SeaWorld blows anyway. <laughs> well yeah this was back in like 2000 i was two in 2006 yeah oh so, yeah this was back in the early 2000s <laughs> so 
Uh, do you have? I'm pretty sure you got a bunch of vague memories and stories, but do you have any favorite story? Favorite stories of just like all of us in general, which is like me, you, and Malachi, or anything like that. Mm, favorite stories. I don't know. I mean, really, it was. Are any stories of me being an idiot and making you guys laugh or anything? No, you were never like an idiot. You were just you're just a you know a little kid, and that was you know it's it's easy to make fun of a little kid. You know? <laughs> um, no, I just always loved coming over and like you know hanging out with your family. I felt like I was always welcome. And uh, you're fucking a part of the family, man. It's like you're my brother, but not technically my brother. <laughs> another mother, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. I always felt welcome. And then at the uh, the the ceremony or the, you know, for your for your mother, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was emotional for everybody. And it was it was good to, you know, see everybody. I liked seeing everybody there, your whole mm-hmm. family and everybody, every, you know, even uh, even our old friend uh, Kyle was there that me and Malika used to hang out with. Um, yeah. And then I, I don't know, that was like the last time it felt like everybody was together you know everybody mm-hmm. where like everybody was under one roof yeah exactly and um and then after that we all just fucking scattered like a bunch of cats yeah you know everybody's got to do their own thing and it's it's tough when when you lose a, a parent like that it's I, I you know really hard on you but you just got to keep on moving and do what you can and sometimes it's not always organized and sometimes it's not always a perfect clear-cut path you know like fucking shuns sunshine and rainbows you know you gotta fucking you gotta you gotta go through the thick of it and you gotta you know find your own plan you know make your own path Mm -hmm. so last time we talked we were i remember we were talking about comedy and Mm -hmm. you were talking about i think it was tom segura right probably yeah i'm a fan of because i remember uh uh you were talking about going to one of his shows and how it's fucking hilarious yeah yeah and uh me and Malachi have been watching some of his. We we've become fans of his, where we like his Netflix specials. Fucking hilarious, dude! Oh yeah, they're all they're all amazing. They're all gold. And his podcasts with uh, Joe Rogan, fucking uh, his podcast with uh, Bert Kreischer, mm-hmm. and one he does with his wife is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, I watch him too. I'm a big fan. It was one episode of, uh, or you no, know, there was one video on his uh, your mom's house podcast where since they do little videos and shit right where it was called tom versus the producer and, and uh he was just getting real mad at the producer at a point where he was like do you work here <laughs> yeah, and, he'll just turn it on and like just be like he'll act like a dick to you and you're like or he act like a dick to the producer and you're just like wow is he serious right now and then <laughs> that, that's why it's getting funny. all scared and shit <laughs> It's funny. So, uh, you ever watch? Uh, you ever watch Kill Tony? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good show. You know, it's a. It's a great podcast. Uh, I've been there. I've been to a couple of them in person in LA. It was fun, and I was on one too. I was on stage, and it was. It was pretty fun. Really? Which one? Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was a while ago. It was one of the LA episodes. Uh, back at the comedy store. Uh, I don't remember the exact number, but but I was I was on there for like they interviewed me for like for like twelve or thirteen minutes. So 
if you can figure it out, you know, send it my way, dude. Because I, I, I'll go, I'll go back, in the, I'll go back in the archives and uh, and find it. Archival footage is, you know, it, it, it's gold, whether it's good or bad, because you're like, oh fuck, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Me trying to tell some stupid jokes. I think only one of them got a small laugh, and you know, <laughs> but, but that's why that's why that show killed. That's why Kill Tony's funny, is because like people go up there and they don't have shit you know they don't they don't they don't have any good jokes and it's funny to watch someone do terrible and they just bomb mm-hmm. and then yeah then tony makes fun of them for the rest of the interview and it's it's, it's great so um you, believe it or not joe rogan had the undertaker on one of his podcasts i, I watched that one yeah and uh i lost my shit when <laughs> i saw that because you know i'm a wrestling fan your two two favorite people on one episode i know right (laughs) and like they had tony on that episode too and Mm -hmm. he and uh i remember at one point in the episode where he was like tony is creaming his jeans right (laughs) i mean yeah you're sitting right next to the undertaker you know like fuck like dude the man's six foot nine 330 pounds how can you not feel intimidated (laughs) I had no idea the amount of the amount of surgeries and shit he had. It's all it's crazy. I, I never caught up with you know I never kept up with wrestling mm-hmm. like back when back when he was in his heyday. You know. Yeah. And you know he like just retired too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After thirty fucking years. It's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. He's, he's fucking half metal, man. He's half metal. <laughs> he's the true definition of half cyborg. <laughs> So uh, going on to wrestling, since I'm a huge wrestling fan and Malachi from time to time, he'll watch like some Stone Cold matches or if it's like Undertaker, he'll sit through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they did the uh, Last Ride uh, documentary series on, um, well, it was on the WWE Network, but they moved that over to Peacock because it got sold for $5 billion. Yeah, yeah. NBC or whatever. Yeah. It got sold to like a, sold for five billion dollars so that dude that sold it for five billion dollars has good graces with mcmahon for the rest of his life <laughs> but um me and malik have watched it and we just like saw how many like how it would go how he'd train for a match wrestle have a surgery get a hip replaced get a shoulder replaced you know we we're like fuck dude that's insane yeah god damn what was the thing where he had the uh what did he have the mask for again he um he broke his uh orbital floor on like his eye right here to where it was just like on one fragment of like bone where his his nerve was just sticking up and they made it like they made it like part of the part of the story like oh yeah because what happened was there was a wrestler named king mabel who's uh long gone and dead but he's a big old guy 350 pounds he's big old fat guy right and then he goes in the corner splashes taker face right on the like right in the chest just boom uh-huh. fucking rushes his orbital floor on both eyes to where his nerves are just on one fragment of bone jesus oh if yeah I remember that yeah yeah if it wasn't for that fragment of bone his fucking nerves and his eyesight would be split completely right God. so he had to get mesh on like mesh walls on his orbital floors of his eyes. And uh, 
and then they've made this fan with the opera mask. Yeah, yeah. For, like the storyline, and he like needed it to like run and not run, but like wrestle. And uh, they actually, he found they were looking. The WWE did this show where they're looking for like uh, lost treasures, like lost coats and shit, and like ring attires and stuff. And guess where the Undertaker had that mask? Where was it? In a box in his storage closet. Did he sell they, it? Yeah, he's um, he's like sold it to him, but actually he didn't sell it to him. He just gave it to him. He was like, "Here, put this in the fucking warehouse." Hmm. And it was like, "Oh," because normally with that show, they they like find pieces of memorabilia and like they sell them for like like fifteen hundred bucks. Like there was this one time, this dude sold a Booker T uh, like tape for fifteen hundred dollars. A video chat with Stone Cold Steve Austin and a hat off of Stone Cold's head. <laughs> Sounds worth it, you know. Just and Stone Cold was like, "You can have this hat off my damn head," you know. <laughs> so, and believe it or not, Stone Cold has been retired for eighteen years. Yeah, that's crazy. He had his last match when I was two months old. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking insane, isn't it? Yeah, it's just way before my time, you know. I didn't. I never watched much of it. I only watched it when you know when I went over to your place, and because you know Malachi was Malachi and me ended up. I was talking to, uh, yeah, I'm super professional. I can't get a fucking sentence out. But uh, me and Malachi were talking, right? And he was like, "Oh, you know the reason you're such a big wrestling fan?" Because I told myself I'm gonna get him. So- I'm going to get him so into wrestling so we never stop talking about it. I now regret that decision. <laughs> Why do you regret it? No, he he's oh, I'm talking about how Malachi yeah, he regrets it. So since what I'm going to do is after I go to college and all that stuff, I'm only going to college to get paid yeah. and just, you know, you know, oh, have fun. Like, It'll be fun too. And so I can just learn shit and all that stuff. And uh, I just want to put heads in freezers and be like, what's in the box? You know what I mean? You know, stuff like that. And I'm also going to be like, I'm going to learn how to be a pro wrestler. Like, I'm going to go to wrestling school and like, I'm going to learn how to do that. And then I'm going to just wrestle all over the independence and all that stuff. And hopefully I make it to like, if you're ever flipping channels one day and you see me kicking someone in a leotard. Then you know, just know I'm getting paid over thirty thousand dollars a year on AEW or some shit. They, bro, they had oh my god, they had such a terrible situation happen last night. Oh fuck, yeah. it was embarrassing. So one of their wrestlers is a um, MMA fighter. Sure, he fights for he fights for Bellator. He's not oh. a legit fighter. Like you know, Bellator. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's like the rival to MMA, or, or I mean, UFC. I UFC. Mean. Yeah. It's basically, say, UFC is WWE, um, and Bellator is TNA. It's like, you know what I mean? Sure. Or, yeah, okay, WWE, WCW, you know, same shit, different toilet. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and what they're doing is his entire MMA career is a cash grab. What they're doing is they're putting him up against people that it looks like he's just going to win off of 
the standoff alone. And it's just terrible. So they had a octagon cage and everything. And they had a like a, they called it a legit MMA fight. Where one of the dudes pulled out a fucking hurricanrana, which is a wrestling move where you like flip the guy over. Yeah. Yeah. Rey Mysterio does it all the time. <laughs> and like the guy pulled out a fucking hurricanrana. But I'm like, no, it's supposed to be a wrestling match. Or like it's supposed to be an MMA fight. Just like pull a wrestling takedown or, you know, just go for a fucking guillotine or something. Yeah, go for some kicks or some floor moves, something, you know. You know Take what it. I mean? Go for a leg lock. Tear this Take motherfucker's care. knee in half. You call a, a naked rear choke or something. <laughs> rear naked choke. You got him. You got him mixed up there, bud. No, I do it while I'm naked, so it's different. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, you're trying to see. <laughs> you see this is exactly why I wanted to do this <laughs> it's perfect alright so <laughs> yeah they're, they're doing some dumb shit but I, I just want to you know if you're flipping channel one day and you see me getting put through a fucking flaming glass table or something you know I'm getting paid a lot of money to do it What's your what's your uh, wrestler name? Uh, you know my Instagram handle and the whole Mikey Atlas thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I've kind of created that brand, and you know how wrestlers have fake names that they created. Like Chris Jericho's real name is Chris Irvine. Yeah. Or fucking, um, what's his name? I would say John Cena, but that's his real name. It's like The Rock's real name is Dwayne Johnson. Like you know what I mean? His name is not actually The Rock. It's just a fucking. Is Shawn Michaels' real name Shawn Michaels? No, it is not. It's Michael Hickenbottom. <laughs> Didn't know that. See, <laughs> and, you know, uh, Shawn Michaels, and I'm Shawn Michaels. So, like, yeah, you know what I mean? And, uh, well, you're legit Shawn Michaels then. <laughs> so, uh, did you know Stone Cold's real name is uh, Steve Williams? I didn't know that. Actually, it's Steve Anderson. That's a pretty boring, generic white name. Well, he's, you know, he's the redneck guy. So, Then again, if any of these people, either Shawn Michaels or Stone Cold came up to me, if Shawn Michaels super kicked me in the face, I would sell it like all hell, dude. I'd fucking, like, I'd, I'd flay the arms. I'd spit out gum. I'd make it look like on the floor, rolling on the floor. And like, <sighs> like, I'd fucking... Fall down flat, make it look like he knocked me out. I'd fucking spit gum, <laughs> blow a blood capsule in my mouth and go, you know. And same with fucking Stone Cold. If he gave me a Stone Cold stunner, dude, end of fucking story. Like, you know how The Rock sells Stone Cold stunners? How he looks like a fish out of water? I'd go above and beyond that. I'd make it look like he just, uh, yeah, my life would be complete. <laughs> And you do that, right? And then you you get you get fucking taken down by by Stone Cold, and then you make it an NFT, and you buy that NFT, and then you save it. <laughs> and it'll increase in value every year. Well, yeah, <laughs> that would totally be worth it. Yeah, you I'd make money. my own fucking crypto Stone Cold Stunner currency. <laughs> Stone Coin. Stone Coin, yeah. Oh, you know Stone Cold has his own beer now. I didn't know that. He like if there's one person I'm gonna trust with beer, 
<laughs> the man I watched growing up. You know what I mean? Crushing beers, yeah. Like, dude, we fucking, if you think about it, me and Malachi grew up watching an alcoholic. Yeah. And idolizing one. And we're not talking about our dad. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get a laugh out of you. But, you know, I, like, I told my dad that joke last night. And he was like, he was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, as we talk about comedy and all that other stuff, is there any uh, like up and coming shows or like comedy specials that you're like looking forward to? I don't think so. I mean, uh, I just you know I watch what's I watch everybody who I like on podcasts you know i watch podcasts and i watch um specials when they come out but now that uh, you know all the comedy clubs are opening up again in california at least and now i'm going to try to get out there more go to la or san diego see some good shows you know you know tom segura uh, his tour guess what it's called oh i'm coming everywhere yes <laughs> i told malachi that and he started dying oh <laughs> speaking of basketball which, you know, is a really weird transition, but, you know, I'm kind of known for that at this point. Uh, the Clippers made it into the finals, dude. Yeah, uh, Western Conference finals, but yeah. Yeah, Western Conference finals. It, still, we we might get a chip this year. Oh, oh, definitely, man. I'm so, I'm so fucking excited. I was really hyped last night. I was hyped at the win. I was hyped that Terrence Mann had 39 points. That's crazy. That's his play. That's his career high ever. Man, I was so pumped. I almost bought tickets to the game, oh, but fucking expensive. Yeah, they're, they're just like tickets to a wrestling event. They're fucking like who has who can afford to like be able to live and go to every single basketball game ever? Just like you know, fucking you know, there's people that actually do that. They must well, yeah, be you can, buy, yeah, you can buy season tickets, and you know, if you buy season tickets, you'll see like 40 games at home oh wow fuck so um you know who me and malachi are convinced are gonna win the chip this year the nets yeah yeah it's looking pretty likely they have a game seven today with the bucks so they have to win it today if they want to me and malachi just want blake griffin to win a championship in his career yeah it's like He's that one player that we don't care where he goes, we're gonna support. <laughs> yeah, no, he's balling out. He's uh he he fucking he sat on the bench and never he didn't dunk in Detroit and like he just kind of you know everybody thought he was old and washed, and then he goes. And then he to, went to Brooklyn. He goes to Brooklyn. He's dunking on Giannis and shit, and he's running all over the floor. That's a bad bad man. That's, <laughs> that's what that is. God. So um. As we uh, transition, we go to uh, how I said I was going to be a wrestler and all that stuff. So what's going to happen is my plan is I'm going to go to a beginner wrestling school that, like, teaches me the fundamentals. Sure. Because um, I watched a video on it, and it recommended that, like, how to prepare and all that stuff. What you need to do to prepare is if you're in school, join a sport. So I'm going to... I'm going to, like, my community college offers jujitsu, dude. Really? Yes. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you should yeah. do that. It offers BJJ and wrestling. So I'm going to do both. 
and it offers like kickboxing and it offers the um the martial art bruce lee invented which one is that uh jikudo hmm. and like they offer tai chi and all that stuff and was, i'm like oh shit cool i, I can learn how to do jujitsu for yeah, fucking no, two no. years you should definitely do that yeah i would totally do that and i was talking to uh roger who's a family friend of ours he I told him once I become like a huge wrestler and like I have enough money to where I'm loaded and I'm able to do whatever the fuck I want where I fuck you money basically. Yeah, yeah. And since he's a black belt in jujitsu, he just recently became a black belt. I told him I'm going to take him on the road with me. I'll pay him to teach me jujitsu and smoke with me. He was like, that seems like a pretty good deal. I was like, well, yeah, fucking exactly. it. should I? Uh when you can't in the future you know you should join like a jujitsu gym you know do like mm -hmm. a you know roll with everybody and have an instructor and shit like that mm -hmm. see what i would do why i was gonna like pay him to be on the road with me and all that is because for what i'm gonna do as a career you're on the road 350 days a year you barely have like 30 days of, barely like 30 days at home right yeah and jujitsu is like a 10, 15 year process, right? Like our buddy Roger, he, it took him 10 years to get his black belt. Yeah, no, it's a long process, you know? And I don't see what out of the schedule that I have, which is 350 days a year on the road, where I'm going to find the time to, you know, devote 10 years to the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I'm going to have him as like a private instructor to roll with. I think it's a good idea from a real back belt, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, back belt. <laughs> okay, so um, as I, like, I'm going to learn to become a wrestler, and then I'm going to go to a, uh, I'm going to go to a school that teaches me the fundamentals, and then I'm going to go to, like, a big name, like, wrestling guy, like, a, say, Rikishi or uh, Lance Storm, or, like, someone with some name value. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to learn from them. And then I'm going to go on and like learn how to wrestle in the independence and stuff. And uh, what I found out is where I'm going to live is where I'm going to live. There is a closed circuit television show that shows wrestling on like Saturdays. Okay. And I could be on closed circuit television. Like like local wrestling. Like lo Like local channel 10 or whatever the fuck, you know. Because we have one here in California. It's called Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. It airs on Channel 13 on, uh, on like, Saturdays at 4 p.m. And out there, it's Championship Wrestling from Arizona. Right. That, like, it airs on, I think, Saturdays at 4 or whatever. On, like, public access television, you know what I mean? But I just think that'd be pretty cool to, like, you know, I think it'd be cool too. I support Build you. Build a character and get my tapes out there and all that stuff. Yeah. I think, you know, if you're going, if you're planning on going out there on your own and everything, it's important to, you know, try to get some financial classes in college, you know, like just basic, you know, taxes and credit and all that shit. Try to learn as much as you can about. I did that in high school. <laughs> they taught you that in high school? For my senior year, we had something called business math, where all of the motherfucker talked about was credit, oh, uh, insurance, fucking uh, taxes, 
and how you got to look out for what types of taxes you're paying and like you know how to build a paycheck and build a savings account and shit like that yeah i wish i had that but hey it sounds like you're you're ahead of the game there but you know the financial independence is really important you know just being able because i don't want to be living in my car you know what i mean i mean if you got to live in your car for you know a month or two to like save up money you got to do it but you know you want to get out of there as soon as you can because i've heard uh stories of wrestlers the undertaker said that on the joe rogan experience where he said that he was lit it was the early 90s well it was the early 80s it was before he went to the wwe uh he he would wrestle in his not wrestle in his car but he would live in his car and just go up and down the road even stone cold he would go up and down the road and wrestle and stuff and he never asked his parents for money except for one year where he was like mom give me 40 bucks for my birthday this year that's all i want so i can get a hot meal that's it has been producing documentaries on like wrestlers like stone cold and it's really fucking good dude I'll have to check it out. You said it's on what what network is it on? A N E. Okay. They do, they do like uh, you know the crime shows and all that stuff, but they have a whole wrestling thing. And did you know that both Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels dropped out of college? I didn't know that. He uh, Shawn Michaels dropped out of the University of Texas, and uh, Stone Cold dropped out of uh, a junior college in uh, Texas. Because he was like, turn papers for kicking my ass and calculus is fucking me up. It's not well, easy. Man. If there's one thing I hate, it's math. <laughs> just school in general, I'm not I'm not great at it. It's just so frustrating. Man. And plus, I have a learning disability, so it makes it a lot harder for me. <laughs> you do? Well, that's what I learned through high school, that I have a learning disability, oh. apparently. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't think I don't know. seem you seem pretty fine to me. I know I seem pretty I seem pretty fine to me too. But apparently, to the school in the eyes of the law, I have a learning disability, which means I'm slower than everyone else. And you know how I knew? You know how I knew it? I didn't mean to cut you off, but I know you know how I knew it. How? Put me in a normal math class, right? And I was doing all the notes. I was doing everything, right? But every single test, I was just failing. So I ended up flunking that class, and then they moved me, and then I still recorded. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, math is fucking hard, man. Then again, the teacher could have been a real, you know, not a good teacher. Yeah, it's true. I've had my fair share of terrible teachers, you know, that just kind of, they make the class hell, and then you never want to go there. You never want to study. It's terrible. You just fucking skip it because you want something else to do. Yeah, I've, I've skipped a lot of classes in my day. And uh, I found out that throughout the entirety of my school career, from elementary school to fucking high school, I've only missed 32 days of school. Oh, that's not bad. And most of that was in middle school, because back then I got suspended a lot for dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was a real shithead. <laughs> Me too. <Damn. laughs> but, uh, yeah, I still am a real fucktard. That's not who you talk to. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of, you know, I want to go to school, but also I feel a little bit burnt out after fucking 13 years of the shit, you know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, I, I understand that, man, for sure. It's just it's just annoying to you know you keep doing you're still taking notes, doing homework, all the same shit you've been doing, but now you have to pay for it in college. Like, well, I I actually did you hear about the scholarship that I got? No, what was that? Oh, I wrote a paper about mom, right? And like the paper was like, oh, how did cancer affect you? So I fucking milked, I milked yeah. it dry, right? I mean, then again, I have the right to. It's my mother. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's your real feelings, and there's a lot. I'm sure there was a lot of real stuff in there, and you just, so, you know, it's, I, yeah, yeah. I milked the shit dry, and I was like, rub, 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 rub. and like I talked to several different people. I talked to grandmas and all that stuff. And I was like, rub, 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 rub. I was just yeah, writing yeah. down what they were telling me, and then I had my teacher. I wrote down up to like six, five hundred and like forty-seven words or something like that. I had to cut out the last 47 words because the cutoff was 500. Oh, yeah, that's lame. And, I was, and the teacher that was helping me, like, revise it and, like, edit it and all that stuff, Yeah, like, yeah. it was hard for her to read. That's how you know it was good. <laughs> she got, like, emotional? She was like, oh, yeah, this is hard to read. I was like, I'm sorry. She was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... I ended up getting a $1,000 scholarship that's going to pay for, um, like, one semester of school. Yeah, yeah. The community first, college. First class from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I guess I have to go to college. <laughs> you know, I have this. Right yeah, just make sure, you know, maybe take, like, you know, while you have the scholarship, try to put it to good use. Take some more uh, expensive classes, maybe, you know, instead of instead of using it on, like, one or two unit classes, maybe like three or four unit classes. But because what I was thinking of doing, yeah, oh, just try to stretch the money. You know, mm-hmm. you know, stretch the money as long as you can. Since you know, you, you got to go to your inner Jew roots, and you have to you got to stretch a penny. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. You got to put it. You got to make a penny a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I ended up getting the scholarship, and then I talked to Malachi. Since he's close to getting his associate's degree in film Good. already. Hmm. That's awesome. So, and he's thinking about transferring to do, like, finish it out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what I'm going to do is I was talking to Malachi about it, and he said, do all the boring classes first. And, yeah. uh, like, do all your general ed first so you don't have to fucking worry about it. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do all my general ed first. And all of the classes are going to be online still, which is, you know, it's weird, but all right. Yeah, that's that's lame. But, you know, you know they're boring classes, so it doesn't matter. I'm, it, it, well, I mean, it does matter because I'm paying for it. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, the quality of teaching just goes down online. It's just not as not as inclusive or not as, you know, relatable. It's just kind of sucks in my opinion. it's just like you know what i mean just sitting here on your computer staring at your screen oh here i'll just open up another tab you know pull up some <laughs> no whatever be like morning everybody you know what i mean like fuck so um i'm gonna do all of the normal class all the boring classes online and then once i get out there i'm gonna take all like the fun classes and like screenwriting and all that stuff yeah, yeah. Because I I know I have a horror movie in my head that I just want I just want to make something really fucked up 
and yeah, I want to yeah. piss a lot of people off. <laughs> I think it's a good good idea. You have it like, is it just in your head? Or do you have it like written down parts? I of have it? bits and pieces written down. Like, like I, have, I got death scenes written down. Yeah. And I have this one death scene that I've never seen in the history of cinema, cinema everywhere. Oh, anyway. Don't, don't give it away if you don't want to. You know? I will tell you after we're done. <laughs> because I don't want to, you know, leak the shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, if like a death scene pops up in my head, I write it down. Because I watch a lot of horror films. Which yeah. is really fucking weird. Because you remember back when I was a kid? Couldn't get me near one of them fuckers. That's, you know, that's all kids, you know. Scary movies are scary. And, like, all right, speaking of speaking of scary movies, uh, I know this is super unprofessional, but I feel like this holds a little bit of significance in uh, in what we're talking about because of Malachi. No, Scream. Mm-hmm. So, uh just me holding this fucking mask. When I bought this mask, dude, it was super, it was a super surreal experience because I remember there was this one mask that Malachi had. It, w- it wasn't this one exactly. Yeah. But it was like a, it was one where like blood would go down and he had that. Down. I think it, I remember? do remember. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he had, he had like the knife with the blood that would like yeah. go in and out and stuff. I remember, yeah. I remember the knife with the blood. Yeah. And uh, it was just a super surreal experience buying this. Because, hmm. like, it scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Now I'm buying it for myself. Yeah. I mean, like, the, uh, you know, what scared me as a kid was uh, when I watched that movie, It, like the original one. Yeah. The one with Tim Curry. Yeah. I wouldn't fucking scare the shit out of me. You know, that opening scene where, you know, he, the kid wants his boat down the drain. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Georgie. <laughs> there you go, Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you want to be friends? <laughs> that shit, yeah, that shit was terrifying. And I could, like, I would never go near a little storm drain again. I would never go near those. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, um, no, there's clowns in there, man. I don't, don't want to go in there. He's like, fuck that. So, um, at the high school I went to, which was San Jacinto, they had, they have a, like, a, not like a storm drain, but like a vent thing in the middle of the fucking concrete. And rem- you remember when it came out in 2017, when the remake mm-hmm. came out? Yes. Yeah, Everybody it, yeah. would make jokes about it. It'd be like Pennywise is down there. It'd be like, "Hey, buddy, how you doing?" You know, I'll, like I'll float down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I fucking hate clowns. I I hate them. And so, but I've uh, because of Malachi, I've turned into loving horror movies. And dude, half of my fucking like Blu-ray collection and like DVD collection is just horror movies. Like I got a cabinet right here that's just full of them. Everything from Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho, to fucking Rob Zombie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just everything in between. And I remember It Chapter 2 came out. Mm. And uh, m- me and Malika rented it on Redbox. And uh, we, I was, I was watching it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was, like, real scared to watch it because I don't like clowns. But um, we were watching it, and from what Faith told me, I was sitting there like this. Like, I was just fucking scared out of my head. And, dude, so I went to a movie theater recently, and uh, you know the new Saw movie, right? Spiral? Spiral, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to go see it, and it was a super surreal experience because I was the only person in the theater. Legitimately, the only fucking one. Like a private showing just for you. 
yeah, it was really weird. So, and I, I was just happy I was able to see a Saw film in theaters because yeah. more recently I became a fan of the Saw movies and just like blood and gore and like Evil Dead and shit like that. I think there's a, sorry, you're tired. Yeah, I, I know I'm boring you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like just woke up a little while ago. Um, but yeah, this yeah, when you check. Sorry, but when you texted me, uh, like when you texted me, I just woke up. I made sure to wake up at like 10 a.m. to like make sure to be ready. Yeah, yeah. And then you texted me an hour later, and I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, we're doing that today." Huh? <laughs> but yeah, continue. Uh, I, I think the, uh, the Spiral movie. It's like it's supposed to revamp the franchise, right? So I think they're mm-hmm. going to be coming out with more. I think because um, from what I heard. The director of the movie, Darren Lynn Bowsman, directed two of the best Saw He directed Saw 2, Saw 3, and Saw 4. So he has a feel for the franchise. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the movie was directed, it was pitched by Chris Rock at a wedding in Brazil. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote the movie, directed, not directed the movie, he wrote, wrote the movie, um, he produced the movie and he starred in the movie and Samuel Jackson's in the movie too. Yeah. And the movie's funny, but in a good way. Cause it's Chris Rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's hard to take him like super seriously in movies. Like, yeah. Like it delivers on the comedy aspect of the movie, but it also delivers on the saw part with the traps and the gore and all that stuff. I saw the I saw the last the last part of the movie where it's like his dad and he's got them all hooked up to the buckets of yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Samuel Jackson really made me laugh in the movie. He was like, "You want to go get a slice?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the one thing I love about horror movies is that trope of you know you're yelling at the screen, you're like, "Oh shit, don't do it." Don't go in there. Yeah, you're like, don't. What the fuck are you doing? He's 75 years old. He's gonna be dead soon anyway. <laughs> so uh, let's not try to spoil anything because I know Malachi watches these and listens to him, and he hasn't seen the movie yet. So let's just keep it real vague. Right. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. So, um, at the end of the movie, when everything was happening, I was. Like I sat, I texted Malachi and I was like, I'm the only person here. <laughs> he, was, he was like, don't take pictures, you'll get fine. I was like, yeah, well, it's like, like it was a dark theater though. And like, there was nothing showing on the screen. I was like, you could, have, you could have recorded the whole movie and put it online. No one, no one Fuck no. Not, not with my channel, dude. That's how you get taken down. <laughs> so uh, I started in the back. Uh, like when I got in, I started in the back because if the movie sucked, I would have just left because yeah, yeah. I saw like for reviews, I saw nothing but bad things. Hmm. You know what I mean? And then as the movie went on, I went to the middle and then I went to the front and I was like, oh shit. And the movie was legitimately good. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see the whole thing, but I only saw like the ending part, but Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like the traps are really good and dude the first two traps like the opening scene trap with the guy and like the tongue with uh the train and like he gets killed by the train yeah it's the opening scene of the movie Lionsgate released it 
on their YouTube channel. But uh, like, I, I can show it to you after if this doesn't run too long. Because we don't have to run for an hour. We can like cut it short when it, if you want to or not. It doesn't matter. No, I'm good. I just got to take off here soon in like 10 minutes or so. All right. So um, he's doing all that stuff. And there's actually going to be a spiral like Steelbook 4K release that I'm really hyped for. It comes out on uh, July 20th. And I told Malachi, once I buy that, we're watching this fucking movie. Yeah, he was like, all right, man. Probably have, hopefully, like some bonus cuts and, you know, director stuff. Yeah. That's like a special edition with the fucking. Actually, I can pull it up right now and show it to you. But anyway, to move on, uh, that whole wrestling thing, how I'm going to be on uh, like TV and everything, with the promotion that I'm going to be wrestling for, they like allow people in. Well, if they did, it would be free admission because it's a public access TV show. You know what I mean? Not public access, but it's on like free TV. Yeah, yeah. So I told, I told uh, everybody that if when it comes out or like when I'm doing that, if you can come out, like I'll post the flyer on fucking Instagram or like something. I'll be like, I got a show here at this time at this date. Let me know and I can get you in and all that stuff. Because I yeah. think it'd be really cool to be looking in the crowd and then having you guys watch me get kicked in the face. <laughs> well, well, kicked in the face. I think that'd be cool too. I mean, you're a because uh, are, are Caleb and Eli both in Arizona right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Caleb's actually uh, playing a show right now. Nice, nice. And here's the the steelbook that is coming out. Well, that looks sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so going to get a poster for that and hang it in your room. It, damn right, dude. I have so many fucking posters. Did you know I actually have my name in the credits of two 80s horror documentaries? I didn't know that. Is like, it... I got my first name and last name. <laughs> Is it somebody with the same name? Yeah, it's really fucking weird. I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah, um... I got my name in the credits of both of those. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I got an IMDB now. Go. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. You already got a head start. Yeah. Fucking knowing me, I'll make shitty films and then people will pay shit money for it. <laughs> Sorry. You, you only need a, you only need a, like a cult following. Cult, you need to become a cult classic. And that's, that's all you need for a good movie, you know? Or I can just do what Rob Zombie does, do a bunch of cocaine and produce a shit script. <laughs> I've never seen a Rob Zombie movie, I gotta say. You're one of the lucky ones. <laughs> what was it? It was like a house of a thousand corpses or something like that? Speaking that? of speaking of house of a thousand corpses. <laughs> is that the name? Is that the name of it? He has a Firefly trilogy of uh oh fuck, where's it? Because I, I don't even know I don't even know if I got the name right. I was just kind of guessing. Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses. He has three movies. Well, he has more than three, but like here's the main three. There's House of a Thousand Corpses, Three from Hell, and The Devil's Rejects. You got it already. You go watch yeah. the marathon. Yeah. So that's that's what I did when I like first got the set. And it was just the first movie is just a fever dream of nonsense that Rob Zombie recorded in his fucking basement. 
<laughs> I know that for a fact because I watched the director's commentary and he was like, oh, we directed most of the shit in my basement, all the dream sequences and stuff. I like his music. I've never seen the movie. You got to be real sparing with what movie you see. Do not watch his Halloween movies. They're garbage. No, no. They're terrible. They're so bad. The first okay, one... Away from them. <laughs> the first one's kind of okay, but the second one's just god-awful. It's just, oh, so bad. Hmm. And if yeah, you want to watch a really fucking weird movie, watch The Lords of Salem. Which one? The Lords of Salem. That movie is fucking weird. Oh my god, it's it's like it's like there's like a uh, a cult, like a death cult with witches and a bunch of weird shit. Oh my god, dude, the movie's fucking strange. Hmm. I feel like at this point, oh no, you, you, you all right. I feel like at this point, Rob Zombie makes movies just to put his wife in them. <laughs> possible i mean hey he's a good guy he might do that i don't know but i mean you know i'm sure he makes him for like his real you know his real hardcore fans his real like super strong following which might not be like a ton of people but the people that are a fan like a cult yeah people that are a fan of it are gonna enjoy it they're just like saw fans they're a bunch of fucking you know masochists fucking sadists I guess I'm one of them then because I, I like the Saw movies a lot. <laughs> oh, no, they're good. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like, dude, if I need to go to sleep, I'll just put on Saw 2 and watch someone get decapitated and I'll be like, you know, listen, like listening to people scream really just puts you at ease. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just listening to, a, listen, listen to them getting their body ripped apart really, really helps me sleep at night. You know? That's a that's another interesting aspect of a uh, filmmaking, and like if you're gonna make a film, is the uh, the sound effects. You know, you really mm. want to get a good sound effect of someone chopping off the arm or whatever, or fucking getting their eyeball torn out. You know, you want to get like good, like like squishy kind of sounds, which, which mm-hmm. can be hard sometimes. You know, and like when a head just fucking crushes, you want to get the crunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe put a, I don't know, maybe get a. Cut a watermelon in half, fill it with potato chips, and then, like, <laughs> step on it. Maybe that'll work, you know? Some yeah. Sort of and you know how... Um, so there's a couple of... Speaking of Scream, there's a couple of movies coming out. Scream 5 releases the day before my birthday next year. I didn't even know they were making another one. So the fourth movie came out in 2011. And... Uh, Wes Craven died after that, the original creator. And then they made they made a shitty MTV series that was just bad. Mm. It was just, oh no, I don't want to get into that. It was just it was just bad. So um they did that and then they announced Scream 5, which comes out on January 14th, 2022. Because in October they're gonna make another Halloween movie. Oh, they're making two more Halloween films: Halloween Kills in October, and then Halloween Ends the year after that. Gotcha. And there's a couple things I need to do. I saw a Saw movie in theaters, so that's off the list. I need to see a Halloween movie in theaters and a Scream movie in theaters. I would say Friday the Thirteenth, but there's a lawsuit going on that's probably never going to end. So we're we're probably never going to get another movie. Yeah, well, you can knock those other two off your list in uh, 2022. Yeah. 
Well, I, I can I can knock the uh, the um, Halloween one off in October. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. I but, just I just saw the uh, not it wasn't like a super not like a super scary movie by your standards even, but um, I just saw what did I see? Uh, a Quiet Place Part Two. Dude, oh my god! Uh, it was a good movie. I just me and my sister weren't a big fan of the ending. You know, yeah, it's kind of like, like uh, the only reason I know that movie is because uh, my teacher got me to watch The Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dude that plays Jim, uh, he stars, he wrote and directed it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he's really, really good at it. I mean, he's only in like the first part of the second movie because it's like a flashback to the first movie. Mm -hmm. But he's really, really good in it. I mean, he made he made a life out of just looking at a camera like this. You know what I mean? (laughs) See, fucking exactly. And uh, so, as we continue, how you feeling, man? Is like, is this a good experience? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm having fun, you know, just chilling and talking with you. I'm having a good time. Yeah, am I a shit host yet or what? <laughs> no, you're, no, you're doing a good job. You know, you got the list, you're going down the list, you're asking questions. That's you're doing a great job because uh, appreciate that, man. Because I'm pretty sure if you uh, even listen to the show, which is on Spotify and Google Podcasts, by the way, cheap plug, cheap plug, but anyway, um. I'm pretty sure if you listen to some of the other episodes where I'm completely disorganized, I have no questions. I'm just like, tell stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Because how the whole podcast thing started was me and my buddies, we were sitting around or standing around at lunch. And this was when the world was normal. This was like junior year. Yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, uh, we were just talking, telling a bunch of dumb stories. And I was like, yo, we should make a podcast. And they were like, yeah, let's do this. And I was I was the one that was super serious about it. I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this thing, right? And then I finally bought a laptop and I was like, come on, let's do this shit. And they were like, yeah, I got other things going on. Yeah, they just didn't want to go through with it. I was like, come on, man, that's fucked. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you got to do it on your own and you're doing a good job. So, so I mean, I already had some interviews lined up. So I was like, I can't let these interviews expire. So fucking, yeah. I'll just create my own show. I think it's a good idea. And um, thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for fucking being on, man. You were one of the first ones I thought. Oh yeah, that would be a great episode. Yeah, I know. We, I know you talked. To, uh, you told me about it a few weeks ago. I'm sorry it took so long to uh, get back to you. Yeah. It, it's all good. I understand that you know people got their own lives and their own schedules and they're like busy. You know what I mean. Yeah, I just so, I, I smoke a lot of weed and then forget. <laughs> well, I'm kind of starting to catch up to you on that one. Because <laughs> uh, me and my friend were putting a few away. There was this one time, me and my friend, got we got high and we uh, talked to, like, we got super baked. And how you can tell we were baked was we were talking about the universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had that type of high. It always where we were like, that. yeah, those are always great. And we were like, I was like, bro, the universe is gonna collapse onto it, collapse into itself because there's a black hole that just ripped because I farted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A real big fart, man. 
and we had like a 20 minute conversation about the world ending and the universe collapsing into itself it'll happen one day but hopefully not for a while yeah hopefully we're all dead by then but yeah i just think you know it'd be really cool to just fucking it'd be dope if you me and well you and me have a smoke section that'd be awesome but like say you me and malachi just get all fucking baked because malachi i've noticed with my friend we when i get high around him it's just like a you know it's like a good high with malachi it's like it's it's like i'm i'm so baked i'm like oh I just sit there and watch and listen yeah i just don't want to move because the first time malachi the first time i got high was me malachi and caleb they it was the week after my birthday right which birthday my wrote my most recent one gotcha. oh that was the first time yeah Gotcha. Believe it or not, I was a good kid. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's that's good. Up until this point. <laughs> that's good. As long as you're not doing it like too young, you're fine. Well, you know, I never had a reason to. Yeah. I wasn't like, you know, Caleb and Eli. They had a reason. <laughs> but um, they fucked me up, dude. To the point where uh, we, we were smoking, like they wrote a joint and it had... From what Malachi told me, it was 24 karat gold rolling paper, right? Yeah. And, like, they had wax in it and everything, and it was fucking me up. And I bet it, it, yeah, that sounds fucking heavy, man. And to the point where uh, Malachi, Caleb, was putting some of the syringe into the barn, and he was, he, his finger slipped, and he put way more than he thought, and he, he just looked up at Malachi, and he was like, oh, no. <laughs> About that, we're about to kill Seth right now with this. <laughs> You're damn right, they are, and they almost it feels like they did because, uh, how you know, I was really fucked out of my mind. Was like, I specifically remember this it, to the point, to the point now, whenever I get high, it feels like that first experience, yeah, yeah not yeah, yeah. exactly like that first experience, but I like what I'm about to say makes a lot of makes a lot of sense toward it. I was so high that everything kept switching from a third person to a first person's perspective. Yeah. And like, it felt like a fucking video game. You saw yourself in third person. And I was like, bro, what the hell? And now whenever I get high, it's like, you know how basically life's a first person perspective. Yeah. Like never really like notice it. Sure. And you never really say like, you never really pay attention and go, Oh, you know what i mean but now whenever i get high it like enhances me noticing the fucking first person's perspective and i'm like (laughs) like you know what i mean yeah i mean i mean don't you know maybe when you're older but you should you should try lsd that's also pretty fun Uh, it's also pretty pretty good for uh you know changing your perspective on things you know getting a weird Mm -hmm different view of the world you know that, that's just you know again i wouldn't recommend it to your, maybe a couple couple more years on you but, but yeah if, i'll wait till i'm about 30 <laughs> wait until i have a kid look at him and be like oh no <laughs> yeah it's been good to talk to you man but i do i do got to take off soon here all right
So do you want to just wrap it up now? Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, fuck it. All right. Plug your shit. Uh, I don't have shit to plug. I mean, <laughs> no, you got you my. Don't have like any events coming up or like. Um, fucking, I'm under the radar, man. I don't got shit. Um, it's just Instagram, not Sean Hall. All right, I'll put his like links and shit in the description. Yeah, that's it, really. I don't, I don't got shit. You know, just here to have a good time. All right, this has been Culture Shock episode fucking fourteen. So, uh, see you guys later. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Hey, fucking hopefully you come back.